welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks down one movie franchise, one movie at a time. We're starting a new one this week because I got to pick it, and we're going to be starting the American Pie franchise. That's right. We're doing all 10 of them. Surprise. That's like are. Surprise. <laughs> now, Naked we're, Mile. We're doing Naked Mile. Yes, we are. And <laughs> Stifler's brother and Stifler's sister. And now I kid. We're only doing the main four. I will walk out of this bitch right now. <laughs> 52 weeks of American Pie. <laughs> Longer than the MCU universe. So, no, we're doing the main four and we're starting today's, uh, starting off with American Pie. I am your host, Joseph Lessel. I am alongside here with Ricky Marcelli. Never felt the need in my adolescence to try and stick my dick in a pie. Now you do? No. No. Uh, and the Keith Meister of the group, it's one Keith Swatland. So I I thought of the thing I was going to say before Rick said that. And um, it's kind of weird now, but I'd like to go around the room here in our Zoom chat. Well, what's your favorite pie? Uh, strawberry rhubarb. It's a good one. But I've become uh, quite akin to the uh, occasional McDonald's strawberry cream pie. I'm more of a uh, just the plain chocolate pie, like pudding pie that you get like at Thanksgiving. Keith? Well, my grandmother used to have a recipe that they, she called bumbleberry pie. It was, you know, whatever berries were in season, blackberries, strawberries, raspberries, and uh, she'd mix them up and uh, put them in a pie crust. And it was, boy, it was delicious. And you, you fucked this pie or where are we going with this bit? No, my grandma's dead. No. Wait. wait. Oh, fuck your grandma. Fuck the pie your grandma made. Jesus. No, it's good pie. <laughs> it's good meatball. Is it a good meatball? Oh, Keith Swellen. You got us again. Uh, American Pie came out July 9th of 1999. I didn't even like, set that bit up. That, was, that, that just happened naturally. It just happened. See, that's good. <laughs> we, don't have to, we don't have to explain it. That's no. pretty cool. Also, for once, Keith Borderline had a better, funnier bit than anything in the movie we watched this week. <laughs> eh, I might be a little careful. Lie. Careful. We're going to morb all over. Uh, ro- uh, ro- run time of one hour, 35 minutes, directed by one Paul w- White. Um, American Pie was his first directing movie. He also directed movies such as 2001's Down to Earth, the Chris Walk Rock one, uh, 2002 About a Boy. 2004 in good company 2010's little fockers and 2013's admission yeah that's not a great list of movies and it showed the cinematography in this movie was dog shit who's the pretty boy that falls in love with the does the acapella isn't that accurate Uh, in a lot uh, of these movies that's chris klein yeah klein isn't chris klein in some of those movies uh he's in none of those ones that you just oh never mind all he's I know in, is that right now he's in a net like a Netflix show that my wife loves. He Ste- wasn't Sweet Magnolias is what it's called. He was in Benchwarmers 2, which you can listen to the queue. Yeah, Benchwarmers do 2. You, do you do, do you guys do Benchwarmers 2, but not one? Well, we didn't have to. One had a higher rating. Three uh, two had a really bad rating. Uh, this movie stars one Jason Biggs, Chris Klein, Tom and Ian Nicholas, Sean William Scott, 
Eden K. Thomas, Allison Hannigan, Tara Reed, Natasha Loyon, Minnie, Mina Savari, Eugene Levy, Shannon Elizabeth, and John Cho as MILF guy. That was his name. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, which we've seen her in uh, um, the Barry Legal movies, uh, the Legally Blonde movies. Barely Legal, much different movies. Yeah, it is. I mean, what? Uh, yeah. Also, a sweet cameo by Blink-182. God, yeah, they right. were so young. They were so also, young. Also, an actor was in, in this uh, for cameo split scene uh, that he was in the Oceans movies, uh, Casey Affleck. That's right. Yeah, he handed down the Cunnilingus book. <laughs> Cunnilingus. All right, boys. What was funny. your first time watching this movie? If you remember. Uh, oh, God, this was peak Blink-182, too. Um, 1999. Enema of the State came out in 1999. Oh, man. Uh, this was like a classic. I don't think I saw this in theaters because I would have been 12. And I doubt my mother would have taken me to see American Pie. But I think this was a classic uh, watching it late at night while visiting my father and getting all of the premium movie channels and taking time in the middle of the night to watch this movie <laughs> during very formative years. This movie existed more in legend than in real life to me. I remember it was one of those movies. It was like, like, damn, American Pie. It's just all about like titillating, sexy, fun, crazy times. So this movie, it was like, it was, was kind of taboo or something to watch. I remember it was, it was just one of those like that's that's a movie that that's just porno. Here's that's just porno. Like this but movie, that, like this is basically our for us to be like Revenge of the Nerds or Porkies or um, you know Animal House. But then when I finally saw it, I remembered. I mean, the Shannon Elizabeth scene is formative you used that word earlier um was, yeah this was like uh all right the like get, get together with the boys we're gonna go to the sleepover we're all gonna watch american pie and then yeah this, there's lots of um i it's more it was don't want to give it up too much but it, it's more it's like more fun to remember the movie than it is to watch it <laughs> Like, yeah, very much so. Like, <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, when I was 13, this was probably great. Uh, my first go around for this movie, I honestly. It's like one of those things for me. For the, one, this movie is one of those like, I know I feel like I've seen a ton. But like, have I watched it from beginning to end? Or I, I think I've like one of the times I watched it was like a. Fox movie night on like Friday night, like, but you know, super edited and stuff. And I don't know when was like the first time I watched the like, you know, full version of it, the R rated version. But I do remember and watching it on Fox. What I watched was the on rated version, which really didn't seem that R that on rated. Hope our lore master has the differences because I'm curious. I, oh, there I is. Think, there is. I think I watched the unrated version. I watched the stars version. Then that's the unrated version. That's what they had. Is it the cum? No, because that's in the movie. Okay. 
Uh, there is an NC-17 version, but it's, it's nothing too drastic. Um, a little, I have the lines or liner seen here. So, but before we get into it, Rick, give us the uh, pretty easy plot here. <laughs> Four bros. Well, okay, boys, girls, non-binary, and everyone in between. Please gather around for the reading of the plot to American Pie. Four bros, I guess. I don't know. It's weird. They're not really bros, but they're still douchebags. Four bros and a stifler. Yeah, who I does mean, Stifler's who, the broiest of bros? Are is Stifler is he are, are they friends with Stifler? For, they're four friends and they are acquaintance with Stifler. I mean, they say in the movie that they've been friends with Stifler for four years just so they could go to his lake house for after prom. Well, okay, hey, we weren't even friends with the dude who had the giant after prom party and we still went to it. We were all there. Was there a stifler? There, we didn't have a stifler. Dude, our entire school went to that party. So, like, everyone. No, was no, there. like, who? He He's doing the. Uh, no, real life. Like, who's the stifler? I mean, we didn't like, have I'm a saying, No, we were like. We don't have one. We don't have we one like, in our group. We were like bougie South Eugene fucking rich hippie kids. We didn't, like, have that. I mean, there were, but we didn't hang out with them. Like, yeah. there were the. Because, I mean, the dude whose house party we went to is kind of a stifler. Like, his family bought him spaces on the soccer team and, like, all that shit. But, oh, and his name finally just came back to me. I'm not going to drop it, but I just remembered what his actual name was. Oh, for our Patreon subscribers, I'll I'll drop it. I'll dox him. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I mean, we had similar. I mean, we didn't have awkward get-togethers being like, guys. We got to fuck before school is over. Like, I don't remember like sex being that big of concern to me in high school. I'm, like if it happened, it happened type thing. But it wasn't like, I've got to do it. Jojo is a fascinating movie that made, made me like reflect on my own sexuality and life. <laughs> sexuality. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keith, what do you got to say, buddy? No, it's just a... Uh... Oh. I mean, I will say, Keith, you are the one person of this group right now who everyone has seen your penis. Yes. Nate, will you doxing me now? <laughs> uh, our <laughs> Patreon members, uh, if you go, we'll <laughs> love the photo and sign on to the platinum, uh, platinum <laughs> fake movie club tier. <laughs> and I'll never not uh, joke about the fact that Keith sent some people in the group a text, hey, not to look at it, but not us, because he us. thought we think it'd be funny. I mean, was right, but still. <laughs> well, no. Okay, let's get into this one. I gotta bring it up. <laughs> See, this movie brings up like real life, real life trauma. So the best thing is the good old Snapchat. It's like what two, three a.m. I'm get like text. Jennifer Lawrence. I am Jennifer Lawrence. Oh God, there it is. <laughs> We're he tooing him right now. Okay, <laughs> <She> too. <laughs> No one hacked your phone. Just shitty other friends took a picture of you with your pants down and sent it to us. Okay, you guys looking at it is the same as sexual assault. No, it's not. I didn't know what it was. I was like, that's weird. My friend never sends me Snapchat. Wait, are you saying what I did to you was sexual assault? Kind of. Kind of. (laughs) We're the the victim here. You literally sent us an unsolicited dick pic. (laughs) Technically, you're the victim because someone sent... You're, yeah, the you're the pick. victim, but yeah, we're also victims. to us. 
We're yeah, also so victims. I'm just saying, me and uh, Kim Kardashian are in the same club here. Yeah, there no, it is. Her thing was intentionally set out to okay, build me and, notoriety. Um, notoriety. Um, Keith, you're the Shannon Elizabeth of the of the movie. You're, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Actually, that's closer. The, the, the webcam, you know, in a way. Just, you know, in the movie, technically what he did would be considered child porn. I'm halfway between. Yeah. I mean, I guess Shannon Elizabeth could be 18 in the movie by the movie standards. But if she's not, that's child pornography. Didn't they My do a lot of didn't they do a lot of implications trying to hint that they were 18? Yes. Yeah. Mo- because mostly the uh uh you know the whole plot the is the whole thing gosh. if you're a senior, you're 18. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Obviously. I was not. I turned 18 after we graduated. Hey, let's uh also so did you, Joseph. Yeah, I know yeah, I, I did too. Okay, <laughs> let's, it hit me. let's get this let's get this pie train back on track. Oh yeah, these four dudes decided to have a pack to bang before the end of high school and get into wacky hijinks that weren't that wacky about how they would go about it. <clears throat> also, Jason's big character is easily the worst person in this entire movie, and probably worse than Stifler. He is a terrible human being. That is a. Hey, Stifler might have gave him the idea of putting I, the webcam up, but he put the webcam up. I sent Joe and I, sent it to people. I sent Joe a text with a take. Then I'm excited to get into it. <laughs> that Stifler isn't is actually not as bad as people think he is. Kinda. More, I'm, like, I'm looking it up. A, he's a douchebag, oh. but like at least he's true to himself and doesn't lie to people. And he doesn't do sexual violence. <laughs> like he's just all he's just completely honest about who he is he's up front well i mean he did unsolicited slap a girl in the ass yeah but yeah keith but i mean keith, if he's if we don't know they could be friends where that's okay yeah uh keith's take was jason biggs character is a psychopath serial <laughs> killer oh no i i completely agree with that take what I a fucking it's... whack job no, I think it's like beyond him being a bad guy. I think he's like deeply like cold-blooded, like glassy-eyed, glass-chewing, like Ted Bundy. Like <laughs> he's like he's 18-year-old adult. Like he can join the military and he decides to like heed the advice and fuck a pie. He decides to like like well this 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 clearly strange woman with a flute wants to hang out with me. I will go to the prom with her and perhaps she will have sex with me. <laughs> like the only good person in that group of friends is Oz. Like Oz was the only person like, okay, like he wanted to have sex. His take was completely fine. But in going for that, he fell in love with someone and straightened out how he was as a per- person. He actually grew as a person through this movie. The rest of them didn't. Jason Biggs' character, like, defining moment was, I got used for sex. <laughs> that was his epiphany at the end of this fucking movie. But um, I liked it. You liked what? The, mo- the movie <laughs> the or movie. the serial killer? The movie. Oh, oh I liked I- the movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the ending was like brought me back to it like where they actually decided like hey maybe completely focusing on sex isn't the way to go about it and we're bad people for it i fucking the first 45 minutes of this movie was an 
epic fucking drag for me. <laughs> I had to keep stopping and go away because of how fucking cringe and terrible the beginning of this movie was. Also, the acting is fucking atrocious in this movie. Yeah, like, yeah. they're all such yeah. bad actors. Yeah. Well, this was uh, Sean William Scott's first role. Remember when there was a debate on who was going to end up being bigger between Sean William Scott and Ryan Reynolds? Like that was a huge debate. Like those two were like the dream boats who okay, played who, these douchey characters. And who the did question that was first? who was going to be bigger. Who did it first? It was what? Stifler because, in this movie. It was Sean William Scott. In Ryan this movie, Reynolds. And then straight, Ryan Reynolds did Van Wilder. Ryan Reynolds straight up does Stifler. Like 100%. Because, like, yeah, I think they basically stole Van Wilder, which now that I think about it is funny because isn't one of the characters in Van Wilder the person who teams up with John Cho to make the White Castle movies? Uh, that's actually going to be the... Um, two sides. Like, can no it's... one pick the White Castle movies? You don't want to have to rewatch them because <laughs> you hate them or you just don't want to like sully your great memory of them i don't want to i don't want to rewatch them so uh the director (laughs) of american reunion is the writer of the the uh uh uh, heron kumars he directed guantamo bay uh help but help write all the cal pen so yeah it is cal pen is in van wilder so oh yeah 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 john cho is in this one and then cal pen is in van wilder and then they get together to make Hailed and Kumar. All this also debatably of- the two best actors out of those movies. <laughs> like overall, John Cho is a fantastic actor. By the way, I this, forgot like, he was in this movie. Our like our structure episode getting going on talking about coming in beers and like fucking pies. It's all confused. Isn't there? Are you supposed to do some like statistics introductions or something right now? No, the statistics are at the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Jesus. We're just, Keith, have we're, you done a show with us before? We're just yeah, you, now. You want, you want stats. Yeah, we're yeah, we can talk. So here, here, I'll break some stuff down. Here's some stats <laughs> for you, Keith. Originally stuff. rated I don't need stats. I want stuff. Here's stuff. Originally <laughs> rated NC 17. Uh it took three months and three resubmissions for the film to get rated R. Several scenes had to be edited or trimmed to achieve this rating. Uh, the main reason why I took three more submissions is for the infamous pie scene. In the original cut, Jim did four thrusts into the pastry, <laughs> too many for rated R. So they had to eventually agree upon two thrusts. And Jesus Christ. Uh, also, some of the mo- mor- moaning was cut. Uh, also using an alternative, less aggressive take of him doing the act. So In a different... In a different version, it's him laying on top of the countertop with the pie on top of him is the other angle. There's other stuff, but go on, Rick. How fucking short is his cock that he can fuck a pie, by the way? Pie is not that thick. Pie is like, what, maybe two inches? I, think I don't the, know. We're just going to tell him that we ate it all. Uh, average American cock is like four to five, I think. Yeah, but a, a pie pan... I'm just saying, you like when you dive into the pool, you 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 angle your back so that you like, right. But he, but that's not how he was fucking it. He wasn't going. Maybe his, it, he was up. Uh, it was up, the pie up, was straight up and down. 
Yeah, but he was up at was he was up at his belly button, you know. He went from six that's to not 12. no because the pie was just straight out in front of him. Like, I don't. Okay, All I'm saying have... is apparently, whatever the fuck Jason Biggs' character's name was has a small Jim. cock. Jim has a small cock. It's, it's tiny and he busts all the time and he's going to be a serial killer. <laughs> um, other things in the opening <laughs> scrambled porn scene, the t- dirty talk was a little too dirty. Original line was going to be blow your wad on my tits, but had to be altered to ride me like a pony. Also play with my hairy balls had to be an altered to spake my hairy ass. Also, I mean, that scene was way too close to fucking home, by the way. <laughs> Awkward teenager looking at fucking encore or fucking skinamax, baby, hoping to see something through the static. That was far too close to home. See, it's there was I. That was a great moment. Like that was like the the film did really good right there. I thought I, I just like I just like that. I, I like I like this movie. That's why I picked these franchises. Like I honestly, like a couple months ago, I watched all four in a row because it was on encore, and it was I was done by like. Freaking eleven o'clock! I watched all four. Yeah, hey, um, I got I, I I just developed a theory about why these movies were picked. Just that second when you revealed that information. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Pick? It's because it, it, it frees up your next few weeks of movie watching. <laughs> no, no, I will be watching them again. I did. Um, I wouldn't. <laughs> nah, I, I don't mind. I like these movies, so I don't care. Um, uh, another scene uh, when after Stifler swigs the ejaculated lace beer uh, in some pale ale, it was going to be man chowder, but they changed it to how's the pale ale. By the way, that was a really weird cut from like, hey, tell me when you're about to be done to like him drinking the beer. Dude, like- that whole first like third, like the whole party had super awkward camera cuts <laughs> or like there's one segment in the school where they were like sitting on a bench and talking to Stifler. And I swear to God, Joe, I thought fucking Pete Dunn took over the camera cut button because we were cutting like every two seconds to people's faces. Like, stop fucking cutting the camera angle, my brain. Mm-hmm. Um, Eugene Levy got to uh, improvise m- much of his dialogue. I'm going to say, I'll bet they didn't write one word for him. Why <laughs> does young Eugene Levy look exactly the same as old Eugene Levy? God damn it, he's so talented. I love Eugene Levy. Too talented for this movie. He shined. Yeah, he shined. He he gets made out later in the movies to be a really shitty dad. Does like, he? Oh man, I don't remember that. In this movie, he was he was actually like a father who was trying to be super understanding of his to a borderline T way too hyperly aggressive sexual teen. Well, like he was like your teenager and you're fucking horny. Like that's understandable. And I'm going to try and help you with that. Well, I think it goes beyond sexual to like something like Dexter needs to be looking at. (laughs) This guy, he worries me. (laughs) He probably has like, like kittens, like airlocked and Ziploc bags and shit. Like (laughs) he's bad. Um, what else? Uh, the scene of the like the scene of the illegal porn and the guys like uh, when the porn the guy yells um, spank my hairy ass and Eugene Levy's like what's that? She's <laughs> 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 like what's that? Um, 
I love that opening scene though when Eugene Levy came in. He's like, "Ah, it's fine, honey. Don't pay attention. Why won't this fucking TV turn like you trying to help his son out so much?" Oh, spank my hairy ass! What's that? So I think when I was watching this movie, I was doing a lot of like zooming the camera lens out to like the ten thousand foot elevation level, kind of looking down at it. Man, I like they really need to figure out how to make like raunchy sex comedies again without just resorting to american pie tactics of like toxic masculinity and objectifying women and like just weird rape shit but like once i like separated my brain from that it was so cool just to see like gross out gags and like gratuitous nudity you know what's actually a great sexual comedy that i think a lot of people don't know about um god what the fuck is it It has jason sudeikis in it it's about a bunch of friends who plan an orgy uh i know what you're talking about i think it's called something orgy i think like, let's have an orgy it's so I'm like, fucking i'm looking funny. up for you like it's such a good raunchy sexual comedy without like it's just a bunch of friends who decide to have an orgy and go about figuring out how a bunch of people have an orgy See, that sounds funny like, a good old-fashioned orgy and it has jason sudeikis in oh, it cool jason sudeikis is almost always good nice like the scene that stick to me is that at one point they're like let's go have sex in the pool and they go into the pool and they're like this sucks (laughs) pool sex is the worst so they all that's a good joke i like that joke yeah like i think there's a handful of this movie like it's part of a it's part of an important lineage of movies like like my my roger ebert review i'm going to talk about later on references uh fast times at ridgemont high like, I think this movie kind of falls into that category a little bit. I'd say it's a little worse. It doesn't quite earn its place, but like Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Dazed and Confused, super See, bad. I would put it way more in the ones that Joe mentioned. The Porkies. 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 Uh, yeah. Revenge, Revenge of, the of the Nerds. I wouldn't quite put Animal House in that because at least in Animal House, like he's peaking, but like that still doesn't age as poorly as, you know, rape. <laughs> um yeah or you know videotaping someone against their will and putting it over the internet and sending it to an entire school which is completely illegal well i think the reason i put it in those categories because it like culminates in a party and i i like i like movies that culminate in a party i think that's a cool idea like super bad uses a lot of f slurs it's got it's about a guy that wants to get a girl too drunk to know better and have sex with her which is bad but like super bad is like dear to my heart and i think it's super bad's up there for me it's like one of my top five movies yeah. probably yeah i would I mean, still say super because there's at least the implied well no <laughs> let me change because that's gonna be sound super bad they're yeah. <laughs> um they have a connection and they wanted to both do it because she asked him to get the beer and bring it <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. still there's at least some sort of consensuality there. Mm-hmm. There's not the utter unconsented sending my naked body and me touching myself to my to our entire class. It twisted. She just went up and just J-O'd on her bed. Yeah, we don't think <laughs> you're in some dude's room and you find his porn and you just start touching. You see, that's... Like, one, 
if I was downstairs, I'd be like, this bitch is taking a long time to change. <laughs> need a hand with that? Need, a, need an extra hand? See, that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> he does the finger guns. Hey, need, need an extra hand? Hey. Uh, where is it? I just had something for that. Uh, yeah. So that so so that scene is the infamous one of the infamous scenes of this franchise. Of, famous and mo- or infamous or both? Most famous. I would say infamous. I would say <laughs> no. it has aged very poorly. But man, her... Shannon, okay, hold. Can we just pause for a second? Yeah. Shannon Elizabeth is beautiful. Oh God, Shannon Elizabeth is drop dead gorgeous. Yeah, and probably a little bit underrated as an actress. By she's, the way, I was. She's not an amazing actress, but for what she gets casted in, she does a pretty good job. Hey, I was uh, I was testing out a joke on the couch when I was watching this, and I want to try it on you is guys this, now. Is this going to come back to you jacking off? Is this what your joke's going to be? No, I was going to say, hey, I didn't know they sent Shannon Elizabeth to the, the same acting school Gal Gadot went to. Just be tall and have great tits? Is that what? Is that well, your joke? And just, uh, no matter what role you're in. No, it, it, it doesn't work because she never does that accent in other roles. Damn it. No. Never mind. Nice try, Keith. Nice try. Hey, um, Keith, I'm glad we got back to normal you. You actually opened the show with a good bit. Kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah. I didn't so, even plan uh, that bit. So the, the scene of her, you know, on the webcam that uh and the scene of Jim running back and forth because he went went over to watch it and all that with it uh, with everybody. Uh Jason Biggs got heat stroke. <laughs> What a uh, loser. <laughs> they had to pack his shirt with ice to cool him down while running afterwards they had rushed him to a doctor and another incident while at home jason biggs took too many zinc supplements and became ill uh so there's a scene of uh finch playing golf and kevin uh klein and thomas and nicholas uh were talking with him biggs was gone because of both these injuries um what else um when you think of the word uh milf a lot of people think of it from this movie um this made the word more in the you know more famous because it it was the milf stream yeah the milf stream um uh because it it was uh in 95 it was a unicef post initially used for an acronym uh, predating the movie by four years, however, the film largely credited is why it's more popular now for the term. Also, apparently, became the first movie that probably popularized cuck because I didn't realize cuck was in this movie. Sean William Scott drops a cuck on him. I'm like, wait, oh. wait, wait, he says that, yeah, he calls they're standing there. I forget what they were looking at, but Sean William Scott walks up to Jason Biggs and the dude who's trying to bone Tara Reed and goes, What are you cucks doing? I'm like, oh. Nice use of cuck. Nice. Because <laughs> cuck obviously became popularized because of these fucking whack job Republicans who love watching their wives get banged. They just hate themselves for it. <laughs> uh, Bill Murray was considered for the role for Jim's of dad. He was. Um, Bill Murray hey, would have fucked Shannon Elizabeth. But hey, lore, lore guy, internet yes. guy. Is, yes. is, is Bill Murray as big of a piece of shit as I think he is now? Uh, didn't something come out about him recently that he yeah, was he's like, like super really bad well, he on... got he got kicked off he got kicked off a, a they canceled movie. a movie because of him it, they, <laughs> straight it, up canceled a movie i think it was just unprofessionalism by him that's no, what i heard they it was said. because of what he was doing towards female 
cast members. I haven't seen anything. I just heard it was like Joe's like, listen, he was Vankman. It's okay. Yeah, I'm he's pretty Vankman. sure through the movies we watched, them. we could tell that Bill Murray was probably not the best person when it came to females. Hey, I've listened yeah. to I'm I used to I used to look at the tribe all the time. Bill Murray's a great guy. He is. I got nothing else. Uh, Elijah Dushku was considered for the role in this in a, of a role. Um, I feel like she would have played Tara Reed's friend if that's what she was going to do because she that seems like the Elijah Dushku type of role. God, I love Elijah Dushku. She was she was one of my first crushes. She was an amazing actor too. Keith, what are you doing? Probably touching I'm, himself to Elijah Dushku because Elijah Dushku cool was amazing. Corona trick. Uh, Eddie, Eddie, yeah, there you go, Keith. Uh, Eddie K. Thomas was the youngest cast member at 17, so that's why when Finch and Stiffer's mom get physical, you don't see anything. Um, John Cho was the oldest, he was actually a kid, yeah, he was 17. That's funny. Uh, John Cho was 26, while John Cho was 26 that movie, he looked like he was 12, yeah, and then uh, Shannon Elizabeth was 24. Yeah, she looks like a full ass adult. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas was the studio's top choice for Jim, but he turned the role down. That would have been fucking weird if JTT. Ew. What happened to JTT? What is he doing recently? Uh, I think he retired. Good. I mean, I'm sure he made a shit ton of movies. He did like a billion Disney movies in like five years. Yeah, the last thing he did was he was part of Tim Allen's like most recent TV show in 2015. Thank God Tim Allen finally got canceled. That fucking whack job. I hope it'd be cool if JTT was like an outspoken, like like anti Tim Allen getting canceled guy. I don't, <laughs> Big know, supporter. I, don't know, I don't know why you think he got canceled. He's doing the Santa Claus TV show for Disney Plus. So oh, God damn he it. hasn't got canceled yet. So. And I'm sure he's getting he's probably getting a paycheck for this new Buzz Lightyear movie. Dude, he's probably, he's probably in it. He's probably in it. The eldest son of fucking Tim Allen's home improvement fucking got arrested in our hometown. That was tight. Also, I just slightly doxed us. Because like I guess outside... we've talked about where we lived before, though. What Keith did with the school. I literally just said South Eugene High School. There it is. 2005, baby. There it is. <laughs> there it is, baby. <sighs> oh, right. Keith. Sorry, the axe. Damn PC police. Axemen, Keith. <laughs> we are Axemen. <laughs> we are the Axemen, and we're gonna chop you down. Chop, chop, baby. Chop, chop, chop. 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 <laughs> Welcome back, Rick. You missed a chop. I chop, don't chop. out you motherfuckers when you step away in the middle of a recording. No, we're saying welcome back. You went, you went mute. The, the doy, um, um, John Cho. Was... I missed that. I was sad that I missed the one time an Axman actually showed up on our Axman campus. That's true. Because that was oh, the man. year I lived in Alabama. Dude, some fucking someone did it again. I was. Oh really? Someone showed someone with like a school again? Well, no, it was like someone shooting a paint gun or a pellet gun or something, just walking around the school, being all weird. What a fucking shitheads! What is it? Yeah, people love just doing creepy shit around schools. Yes, they do. Well, well, we digress. We digress. <laughs> okay. All right. We're going to dive in. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> All right. Don't time. get me started. Uh, John Seriously, Cho- ban AR-15s and fuck everyone who's all about assault rifles. There it is. Uh, John Cho is credited twice in this movie. As first as he's MILF guy. 
And then he was also vocal jazz group. Definitely getting that double billing. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got to admit the, the acapella joke got me going. I love a good acapella. Like, I love making fun of acapella people in movies. Like it's great. They're hilarious. Acapella people are deserve all the humor they get. Dude, what the fuck's your problem? It's hilarious. They are so funny. They just, they do like boom, 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 boom. Like because they have something they enjoy. You don't see us making fun of you for being shitty at everything you do. Yeah. No, we do make fun of them, right? Don't make fun of people's hobbies. I don't like that. I take that joke back. Never mind. Acapella. No, no. Stand on your stand on your sword, damn it. Yeah, pitch perfect was a fine. No, (laughs) I'm gonna fucking pick it at some point. I love I love I love pitch perfect. The first one's good, the second one's okay. I've never seen the third one because I heard it's such a train wreck. It's not it's not watchable. Well, we're gonna watch it. <laughs> um, Allison H- Hannigan, the say my name bitch line was improvised. The director liked it so much that they uh, and amusing that they kept in the final cut. They, they um, shouldn't let some people improvise, they should have wrote something funnier there. Yeah, it was like weird people... for someone who, well, I mean, I guess it kind of comes in more in the second movie that she's actually like hypersexual, so it kind of fits that like she would do that. I didn't mind it for this one because it's it was funny, she... it was good. Well, when she goes that one time at Baden Camp, where she stuck her flute, flute. it's like okay, so she is a you know sexual active. Also, okay, I need to look up a picture of a flute. I feel like there's a lot of things depending on how deep you put the flute. I think it's that you can get yourself caught on yourself. It's the flute that we use in elementary school. That's what I believe. That's a recorder. That's a recorder. He would not call that a flute. No, (laughs) I call that a flute. You could you you could fuck with a recorder like that's smooth. You could you could go crazy. What you heard him anyway? I, mean, uh, I guess like the mouthpiece part, if you like covered it with a condom, would be fine. But man, if she put that in just like regular, you could catch something that seems dangerous. Uh, she, <laughs> she gets she in a 2019 interview, she says she still gets uh, people still quote her. Oh, yeah, that, oh, I mean, that's, that's her line, but she that's says she's okay with it. And, Unless they bring up the last one that she says that one time, this one time, especially okay. if I kids. Well, especially if it's like a bunch of dudes, that'd be kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she also says that she in her uh, audition she had to really pee, so she ran to the bathroom as she was in the bathroom. They called her name, so she ran into the bathroom and was really like over zealous, like energy wise, and like she credits that for getting her role because of the fact that she was just like out of breath because she just went to the bathroom and you know i like allison hannigan i thought she did good she is unquestionably the most talented non-eugene levy person in this movie i mean she is great i've never seen her bad at what she's doing oh and this movie it did that like 90s thing where they're like oh this lady well she's so annoying they had like (laughs) all, all she was doing okay i got another little quick little quickie take she was way more interesting than all the boys because she had like she had interest in things and passion and she was willing to like she like has life experiences and she wanted to like talk about them and all the other boys were just like interest all just talking about like maybe we'll have sex maybe we'll have sex ooh i want to jack off so like she was the only one that like lived life and so she was way more interesting than all the boys like these like this cast alone had like a lot of big names for the you know 2000s you have jason biggs who went on to do 
okay movies, you know, Saving Silverman, yeah. the American. Okay, I'll just say okay. Okay. <laughs> He's had a very solid meh solid career. Meh. Yeah, he's he's done fine. He did do yeah. uh, Keith's favorite movie, Jersey Girl. You know, I've never seen Jersey Girl. God, that seems like such a you movie. I know. I love bad things. Uh, Chris Klein. Um, I think Sucks. he was supposed to be the ho- <laughs> the outbreak, but you know, he's just been steady career. Thomas Ian Nicholas. He's from Rookie of the Year. Um, the Disney movies, The King of you know the kid in the king arthur's court he has oh, a nice. band uh he hasn't keith he has he has an album uh of just covers i'm gonna listen one. to that for the next okay here's my homework please uh put it in the notes text me about it remind me i'm gonna listen to that album before the next episode okay because one of the songs is <laughs> stacy's mom but he's actually changed it to stifler's mom oh yeah okay i'm in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Allison Hannigan, she had a successful career. Buffy. Um, I mean, I would say she still has mother? a successful career. The Isn't most she still successful? acting? Oh, by far the most successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Eugene uh, Levy. But like, well, no, no, different. I know Eugene Levy. Well, but we're like, talking about the kids. We're talking yeah. about kids. the kids. Shannon Elizabeth, she was the. It did seem like this was supposed ghosts, to be a cast ghosts. that like super broke out and then just never did. Yeah. Uh, you have Natasha Leon who is now breaking out she's in the netflix show she does um the producer watches like um uh russian the murder doll. the murder no russian doll R- russian doll and she, she just hosted snl right she, she was also SNL. in um orange is the new black yep uh tara reed she was supposed to be a but she did nothing. She became a party girl. Well, the, her uh, me- problem was she was going to be a big actor, but then the drugs took over. And, well, then and she's she, like not good at it also. She was, like, it was very hard trying to buy her <laughs> as like a super like intellectual as she was supposed to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mina Safari. Um, she went more of the dramatic role. She went, she had the, the movie that Keith loved with his boy, Kevin Spacey, American Beauty. I can't believe that motherfucker tried to make a comeback and then rightfully got arrested. Dude. Grammy winner Louis C.K. is trying to get movies back. Or he's trying to promote a movie to get in theaters right now. I mean, he already got on canceled. He's been touring again for a long time. But he, he was a- touring in the in the Ukraine when that war broke out. He didn't need to win a Grammy. <laughs> yeah, that was gross. That was fucking gross. That was yeah. One of the funniest, like, no one talked about it, but it was one of the funniest things that's happened. And, like, his, have you seen his new stand-up? He talks about, like, that whole thing. Oh, he talks about it. And he's like, I gotta hey, watch it. I even gotta if, watch it. Even if someone agrees to get into Jack off in front of him, just don't do it. So he's like, so you're victim blaming. You're blaming them for them ag- being pressured into agreeing to you jacking off in front of them. That's Checks out. classy. Uh, you have Eddie K. Thomas uh, Finch. He- Went on for you know, Harry and Kumar, and he's done a thing, you know, okay career. And then you have Sean William Scott, who thunder, a little thunder, a little lightning, a little <laughs> rundown. Um, I know him, he's also in, um, uh, he did the Dukes of Hazard movie, he's in um, uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, as he's Country Mac, he's done The Goon, which I'm Holt heard it's okay i mean you're forgetting his best movie dude Hmm. what does mine say no dude where's my car 
Oh, Jesus. This was in between. Is dude, there a second one car? of those? Dude, I don't no. think so. No. <laughs> uh, dude, where's my car? And Final Destination was after um, this movie in 2000. So okay, Sean hey. William Scott in the two, year 2000 had Final Destination, Road Trip, and Dude, Where's My Road Car trip. after American Pie. Dude, and then Evolution. A, he had a huge run. Like He seemed like he was going to super break out. From two th- from nineteen ninety nine to, I want to say two thousand five. Like that's his two thousand eight. He was in role models. I loved him. I love him in role models. He's funny in that. You white? You Ben Affleck? <laughs> I forgot he was in Super Troopers too. Uh, we sh- I can't wait until we do Super Troopers. I actually really liked the second one. It was fine. It's it not fine. as good as the first one, but I like I it thought fine. it was still pretty funny. It was fine. I mean, it was one of their movies. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was totally watchable, totally, totally funny, totally charming. Underrated Sean William Scott movie that I really loved, Bulletproof Monk. Ooh, that's a cut. Never saw never saw that movie. I mean, it's bad, cruddy, like kung fu action movie, but like I liked it. Tight. Um, what else about this movie? There's, I don't know. I, this is one of those things of like, <laughs> uh, never try and do the suck me beautiful line because that would never work. <laughs> I like that part. They call me Casa and <laughs> as in Casanova. I like that but, part because he got completely and utterly destroyed by the college girl. She was just like, Oh, that's fucking cute. I'm going to take you home now, loser. Oh, uh, yeah. Excuse me. Suck me beautiful. Well, and going, I, I got to zoom back to my like my weird 10,000 foot level looking at this movie thing. It's like, it was, it's cool seeing a comedy. Like, they, people, Hollywood fucking creepy executives don't know how to make a comedy anymore because they like don't know how to not be sexist and racist. So, like, it's nice to, like, I really had to detach my brain from the shit in this movie, but like, man, it was funny. It was, it was nice to like, like, just, the, <laughs> as I was, as we said earlier about how this is our like you know this is our uh, revenge and nerd stuff like this started doing other movies like Road Trip, yeah, um, Euro Trip because of this movie being really successful. And I will say it was I mean there is little to no representation in this movie, but at least there wasn't like <laughs> out and out racism in it. <laughs> And I think there's only one line of him calling them gay for something. Whereas this movie felt really set up to drop like F bombs and like be super homophobic, but it didn't feel that way. Okay. Which sent me a surprising for a movie from the late nineties. <laughs> I sent Keith's... you a time. Uh, I, I sent you a timestamp text. Yeah. He's like 59 <laughs> minutes in first gay joke. <laughs> yeah. It took him an hour to do it, which is I mean, impressive. Yeah, let's be honest. That's actually not bad. I know and that's impressive. The person who used it is the person who would use it. And he came across as a dude. Like it wasn't used as everyone did it. It's the yeah. one douchebag did it. So yeah. like, it didn't come across as like everyone is okay with dropping that type of humor. Yeah. It's the one asshole who everyone knows would do it did it. And you I know, quite... I still I still like this theory that we're building that like Stifler wasn't really the bad guy. <laughs> he... <laughs> he was he's not a good he's not a good person, 
<laughs> but he's honest about who he is. You remember like when he was trying to, he was trying, trying to get laid in that room. That all seemed kind of innocent to me. Like he was, they were just being kind of cute in the room. And then he drank the beer of the covenant and threw up, which was, that was an egg white. That's yeah. That was funny. But like, also, that was his one moment where they could have had Stifler be kind of evil and they didn't. Well, yeah. Like he didn't seem like, sh- like, he felt he, like a he was just teenager horny. trying he was just to horny. have sex, yeah. but he didn't feel predatory. No, he was just like, like, like it didn't feel like she didn't have an out in that situation. Yeah, he was. What? He was no. drunk, and they were both kind of drunk. <laughs> well, because he, because he, you know, she makes the, you know, the line of like, I don't want to do any of this because the fact that I'm just going to be another a number for you, or you know, this, I'll be the talk of the st- school. And he's like, what? No. And then contrast that to Jason Biggs, literally willing to broadcast a woman over the internet. (laughs) And still knowingly ready to have sex with her on the internet. Like he knows he's on film and he's okay with what's happening. And he, they tried to do the thing where he throw the shirt over it as if he wouldn't like that. That's not like the first thing on his mind. Like he wouldn't look back over there. Yeah, (laughs) I think in a most common sense, someone would go like i'll say this if uh, us three had that situation going on we would just like just turn the camera or just unplug it i mean i have no problem with trying to throw clothes over it but as soon as i saw that shirt fall i would figure out a way to then get it covered just just block it just turn turn it around you know um although although even before that the presumption like the assumption sorry presumption the assumption was that like they were going to film her changing like that was the best. That was the original scenario. <laughs> that was the scenario, but she took it to the next level when she started J.O. to his porn. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. was very gross and pervy. And like, uh, I understand when you're the age of 15 to 18, like you're literally just full just of cum and have no idea what you're doing. Boobs. You got yourself some grade A New York boobs. But like you like. And thankfully, we've reached points where, like, you know, people understand that consent is empirically important. <laughs> um, like, because some... clearly she wanted him. Like, she goes into his room oh, and yeah. starts touching herself. Like, oh, yeah. Which is cool. When he walks in there, she's just not, like, instantly, like, no, this is not okay. She tells him to strip for her. Need an extra hand? You see mine now, Jim. Show me yours. The scene I liked Eugene Levy dancing to the stripping music. That, that was adorable. <laughs> At the end. <laughs> oh yeah. Eugene um, Levy is a good dad. Like yeah. they try to he make is. him out to be like a super weirdo, but he's actually like a dad doing his best for a son who is a borderline psychopath. And by the way, just on my like little music nerd note, like early they played some pre Anime of the State, Blake 182 in that oh, yeah. movie. And God damn it, Blake Bay 2 used to rock. They used to. I mean, that still album do. still fucking slaps. The, like, I have well, no, the... That's what I'm saying. Like, those those first three albums of theirs are gold. And then I the State, Take Off My Pants and Jacket. And the one before that, Dude Ranch. Dude Ranch, Dude Enema, Ranch, yeah. Dude Ranch, Enema, and Jacket are like, after that, I'm, I'll always argue they're trash after that. But Are we doing the Weezer thing all over again? They have. <laughs> I would say they didn't have another good album after Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, but they've had good songs. songs. Yeah. The the Blink One Eight Two album, I don't I like that. That's the, the Blink One Eight Two, the one after uh Take I Off Your Pants. You. 
Hello they, there. With the California? Never... Hey, Joe. Uh, speaking of uh, doxing, another person from a class we took in high school together burnt uh-huh. me copies of that album it, in a class called Child Psychology. We made a book together. Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know who you're talking about there. <laughs> Let's just you may see his name for some reason on Family Guy. I don't know why. (laughs) We're gonna get more specific with people in our high school in this episode. When you go to Patreon, uh but we doxing everybody. We doxing everybody over here. This like the I like the soundtrack to this movie is actually really like awesome. It's good. Uh like to me, it's the best part of the movie. Like the like that is what takes me back and be like, fuck. Our have, fucking emo rock was so much better than today's so much emo better. rock. That's why. I, so I've got a weird thing where I like kind of like Machine Gun Kelly a little bit now. Oh, because, honey, see, that's what that's what he goes for. He's trying to sound like 1999. That's not a good thing. You can't that's just not. do it and have it be good. Yeah, but now it's classic rock. That's classic rock now. So he's trying to sound so like classic had, rock. So like in this, you have Third Eye Blind, you have Blink One Two, you have Sugar Ray, you have <laughs> Goldfinger, you have. Uh, bare naked ladies, uh, whole Harvey Danger, Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, <laughs> there's like a ton, there's more. I, I two dude, of those things didn't belong there. And listen, I am the biggest Sugar Ray apologist you'll ever find. I actually Ew. kind of enjoyed some Sugar Ray, but they are not wait, like, like beyond like, their singles, like the, no, the like Sugar just, Ray, uh, just the popular songs. No, because I song, know I love Halo, like above my girlfriend's there's halo bed. and then there was one deep cut that i it's super been liked. a while no uh the song on their album on the soundtrack is called Glory. Hey, by the way if you're if, if, if you're if you're in redmond oregon this summer check out a guy from stained playing solo later oh i thought he was playing at the casinos he's just at redmond he's playing at redmond at a restaurant <laughs> oh no <laughs> no he's like, like famous for his like crazy yeah. for his crazy like chud politics he's like What's he just goes his- he What's goes the on song stage. to his daughter that's super popular from when we were in high school? It's been a while. Oh, it's no, been a while. No, but he goes on stage and just good. talks about cancel culture and fucking Joe Biden and Brandon and shit. It's, he's out. so funny. He's if a you... fucking let... I want to fucking run anyone off the road with those shitty let's go brand. Like, you're such a fucking child that you can't even just say fuck Joe Biden, you fucking pussy. I know, just because hey, I'm, I'm, I'm as far left as I get and I'll say fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> he's not great uh speaking of musicians if you l- look closely you can see uh christina million as a band member oh that's dope uh fun facts uh sean william scott in real life is not a womanizer uh as he's <laughs> <laughs> as he's pain- like, fun fact, he's a terrible womanizer he's abuses he's- women left and right <laughs> as he's painfully shy that he said that he never had a girlfriend until you got to the age of 30 jesus um but that's not true uh the pie that jim <laughs> used was a costco brand pie uh because at one point they tried to use a apple pie from mcdonald's but a awkward phone call with a mcdonald's representative um the fast food company declined the offer um, i wonder why that they didn't want to see their pie being used as a pocket pussy Right after the release of the film, a boy in Idaho tried to reenact the famous pie scene after curiosity and wound up going to the hospital with third degree burns so on cool. his because he attempted to do the pie. 
fresh right out of the after, oven. Right after taking out of the oven. How old was this child? Joe, I'm so happy that you're a lore master. You're the best. Because like, <laughs> definitely sounds like that kid shouldn't have been watching American Pie if he was stupid enough to fuck a fresh out of the oven apple pie. Uh, many of the scenes, if you notice Jason Biggs being super sweaty, is because they built a ton of uh, sets in a well- warehouse that had no air conditioning in Long Beach, California. So the can- Hold on. I like. Get- I have my theory that he's just a pansy baby that can't like work hard because of what you said earlier and my joke mm. earlier. So that's what I'm gonna go with. <laughs> just a, you're an anti Biggs guy. Now. Yeah, he's just he's just a pansy baby that if he works a little too hard, he goes, eh, I'm hot. Eh. Dude, these movies are really gonna have to turn around the Jason Biggs character because I it, fucking it detest him it after won't. this first Dude, movie. I'll bet he fucking like he just like rubs his fingernails on chalk and like just licks his lips. Well, my memory of the next <laughs> one is like he's trying to use Allison Hanniger's character to like teach him how to be suave and like sexually prowess for Shannon Elizabeth. And then he's like, oh, I love her. I love Bandcamp Girl all along. Ew. Uh, it took six hours to film the scene with the pie because it had to do different angles. Um, that sounds like someone in the directorial debut uh, was getting off to watch Jason Biggs fuck a pie. <laughs> Um, a kid, uh, a 17 year old kid in Atlanta got his hands on the rejected NC 17 work print of the film. Sorry, uh, Jason, so, we're gonna have to try that again. Yeah. <laughs> now go to the left. Thank you. Um, he got the hands on the movie and he was so excited that he made a, a uh, unauthorized website devoted to the film. Uh, so they, um, once the producer found out, they invited him to a screening of the film. He also got to meet and have lunch with Shannon Elizabeth, and he got a, a part in American Pie 2, but it's deleted scene. So you can't. Uh... about to say that he got to see Shannon Elizabeth naked in person or something. <laughs> no, that scene, it was just her and the boom mic and a director. Isn't she in 13 Ghosts? Did you list yes, out her is. movies? Okay. Dude, I love that movie. Yeah. Has Shaggy in it? That's right. <laughs> One of my other favorite ghost movies is Ghost Ship, I think is what it's called. Just because it has one of the like goriest scenes I remember in the beginning, where, like, there's a bunch yeah. of people on the dance floor and like a wire snaps and just like cuts them all in half. That's tight. I remember my mother seeing that in theaters and she came home and she was like, "Yeah, you're not watching it." And like, why? <laughs> and she's like, "Because the very first scene is like 40 people getting slid in half." Wait a minute, your mom just went and watched that? Yeah, she used to go to the movies all the time for friend uh, coworkers. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It wasn't her movie she picked. She got, like, she just, she got, I thought your mom was just going alone to go watch movies. No, yeah, she like she my mom loves going to movies by herself, especially <laughs> horror films. Um one of the one of the scenes funny is I because I witnessed it at, at the school was the uh someone putting a X lax in someone's drink or food. Love, love that scene. That needs to come back in movies. Like that was a 90s thing. I, I it needs w- to come I, back. I witnessed that at school as uh, some some of the uh, higher, you know, richer kids were handing out candy to people. I'm like, I don't trust you one damn bit. So, no. And then uh, someone I knew took a piece. It was like candy. And I was like, do not do not have this piece of candy. He's like, well, it's fine. Next day, he's like, yeah, I was in the bathroom for like four hours. I probably would have ate it. 
<laughs> kind of like yeah, how you, you don't trust when you're in dodgeball class with one of the douchebag football players who are just headhunting people the whole time. Another person we could fucking drop right now on this podcast (laughs) who had a failed career because he couldn't stop drinking. He was our king, right, Keith? King! What's a god to a king? (laughs) What's a king to a god? (laughs) Um, What's a god to a god? Yeah, the scene of the axe last was funny. I like the it's the the funny thing. I would say you're probably in the low percentage of people who want that type of humor to become mainstream again. Oh, a pooping? It's so funny. <laughs> you, you sunk my battle shit. Yeah, battle yeah, shits is was... a really great scene. That scene is funny. Uh, Jason Biggs had to do the sex scene himself because his body double showed up with an eight, eight inch long scar across I the stomach. Eight inch long cock. I was like, Jesus. I, the funny thing is, when I read that the first time, I was like, I'm going to read it for, verbatim, and you guys are going to think that what I'm going to get to. If you you guys heard the, the Willem Dafoe story about the, the, his like one full frontal scene that he's a stunt cock because allegedly he, he was like too he was too big. That feels like straight out of the American Pie movie where they were just making shit up to make William Dafoe get laid. Well, because it was you... it was like the director said it was like too distracting or something. So like... <laughs> too cock is too big. Put that thing away. <laughs> Go watch the Terminator Blu-ray. You'll you'll see something. Oh, that uh, oh yeah. I mean, Keith, don't do that because you can just pick Terminator at some point and then we can talk about it. Yeah, then I'd have to watch the new ones again. Uh, that's true. <laughs> can um, we count just the ones that Arnold's in? Because at least then it's just T3's the worst he's in, he's, he's in. He's in all of them. Son of a bitch! I don't want to watch the Batman one. Or the Khaleesi one. Ugh. That one's obnoxious. Uh, yeah. Um, she's not like I love her. She was great in Game of Thrones. She's no, she not been good in anything else <laughs> I've seen her in. Uh, weird fact that Can Jennifer I Game Co- of Thrones. No, it's yeah, not a go movie. <laughs> also, um, good God, that would take a while to get through. Jennifer Coolidge was only is only, was only is fourteen years older than Sean Scott. That's funny. Also, no offense, I love Jennifer Coolidge, but as the like, they didn't use her. Oh my God, she's striking, and I must have this mom now. That's not how Jennifer Coolidge comes across. They should have got to me more. That's probably too far the other way. Yeah, you just need like an, you just need that every woman who's just like a very attractive mom. Yeah, I always picture Jennifer Coolidge from like Best in Show and like Waiting for Guffman and like. That folk movie, so like, it's, it's, it, I'm pretty sure she's in the Spinal Tap too. She's in like a new show or movie where apparently she's spectacular. No, she's always, she's always good. good. Like, well, I'm just she's in something recently that apparently she just like was amazing in, and I can't remember if it was a show on or a movie. Let's see what Jennifer Coolidge has been up to. What are you, what are you doing, Jenny? From the block. Uh, what other things? Some other things I liked from this movie. Like I honestly enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed this movie. From I forgot she was in Two Broke Girls. How did that yeah. show stay on the air for yeah, so I, long? There was it was. I, I got a little bored a couple times. I enjoyed they, the first season, but it like the show never like progressed. 
Like there was no growth to the characters. Wait, wait, which show? He's talking about two broke girls. We're talking about the movie. Oh god, yeah, two broke girls. God, I'd never watch it. Legally Blonde three in pre-production. Nice. White Lotus. That's what it's. That's what she was in. That's supposed to be really good. What was her Legally Blonde thing? The snap bend and pop thing. Uh, something like that. Yeah. Snap bend and flip. Something like that. I think I, there's a scene in the movie I don't like is the boring part is the, like the scene of them freaking out at prom because Kevin, the Thomas and Nicholas like, you guys got to go through this. You guys got to get laid tonight. And they're like, no, I'm done. Like, I'm out. Really? That, I liked that scene because it showed actual growth to the characters that they weren't just shitheads only thinking with their cocks. Like it actually showed that they were human beings who actually could like look at women in more than one way. This movie kind of did that Adam Sandler thing where it needs to have that, like, the very start of the third act needs to be serious. And, like, that part, the very, the first, like, the 13 minutes of act, the first 13 minutes of act three, I didn't like. Like, that was, it was just a couple of, like, eye rolling, like, oh, my God, we do got to grow up uh, moments. And I was like, ah, okay, I know, yeah, I know, like we the all whole- know. And the funny part, like this whole purpose of this whole movie is the fact that the the Sherman said he got banged at Stifler's party. So they're like, we have three weeks to get laid or, you know, how the hell did the Shermanator get some before us? God, and who the fuck cares? God, they're such shallow pieces of shit. Yeah, and, and I'm predicting I'm going to have the same problem with the next three movies. Too. Oh, most likely. And because there's, it has that like I said, it's got the, the Adam Sandler problem where it's like all Adam Sandler movies need to have that twist where like it gets a little dramatic for a second while he grows. So they need to like all of the like all the women around need to wait for the room for Jason Biggs to like figure out that he's being an asshole for a second. Yeah, I kind of I kind of needed that in the movie, though, because of how fucking unbearable the rest of the movie is like I just. <laughs> The whole fucking thing of just like only thinking with your cock. Women are only good for fucking and nothing else. Got old in like two minutes. I think and that, I needed something more. That feeds into my Allison Hannigan theory about like they literally only think women are just like holes. So like she she like has this interest as like a flute player, a flautist. So she goes to camp and she likes playing music that much that she goes to camp and she's into art that much. So like they just think the movie just dismisses her as this big dork because she likes other things other than like fucking. So like she's like, like for the four guys, like the, they all have their different scenarios because you you guys write Jim's character, Jason Biggs here, Jim is like the psychopath that he's just gonna do anything and everything he can. Uh, Chris Klein character decides to go join band group to get with one band member. Uh, Kevin Thomas Ian Nicholas is already with Tara Reed's character, so he's just trying to find the way to say i love you um also and then, a fucking garbage human being who only cared oh, I, about fucking, I hated him he like there was nothing redeeming about his character well and, like I, I, his redeeming pre- thing at the end of the movie is that he lies and tells her that he loves her like what a piece of shit although i appreciated that they like they like they kind of figured it out that they were you know being young and stupid but they, they figured it out in different it in wasn't different a ways. they thing tara reed was just like I just want to get this out of the way and be with someone I actually care <laughs> yeah, about true. instead true. of like fucking some rando at college. He still just lied 
and said i love you <laughs> even though he didn't feel it like he's a douchebag that's true and he she caught him and didn't do anything so she just like took the high she high roaded him <laughs> she was like well i love you and this is important to me so i'm yeah. still gonna do this but you're kind of a piece of shit and we should break up yeah so later <laughs> and then uh finch uh played the role of give uh Jessica's character, uh, Natasha Leon's character, 200 bucks to spread rumors about him. I like that bit. I like I that character. She was so good. I didn't mind him. She was amazing. Like his whole thing is just like kind of shows like the shallowness of high school and like how it works. Like he didn't do any like a rumor started. He didn't do anything gross. He didn't even take advantage of that rumor to like start just fucking people randomly. He was like, he's like little finger. <laughs> he like plays the system and like make it clear i have no problem just looking to have sex for sex like do you as long as it's consensual i don't give a fuck what people do in their oh, personal lives fake movie experts is a sex positive podcast but like don't be a douchebag just be honest about your sexual preferences and what you're trying to do and like and that's why I liked Oz's character. Like he was pretty upfront and he just came to a realization that like, Hey, I was in this just for the sex, but it actually turns out I actually really like you. And I really appreciated that. Like we didn't like have to go through like her finding out about the pact and like spend half an hour dealing with like the emotional fallout from that. That's true. Cause he, cause he upfront, um, he upfront told her at prom and or after that in the after party. And she's like, this is not starting good. <laughs> her reaction to it was so fucking funny and then like him being like yeah my coach told me like just go score she's like that's not better bio if there's a worse version of this movie you're right i like that theory there's a worse version of this movie where they like spend the third act like trying to where jason biggs has to recover allison hannigan to like earn her trust back because she finds out about the sex pact when it turns out Allison Hannigan just like wants to fuck like that's why Allison Hannigan's character you can be so on board with her because she just wants to fuck and she's upfront about that and honest mm -hmm. she's not Jim who's a piece of shit who doesn't even want to go to prom with her and is an asshole about it most of the time she's just like yeah. oh I know you're an idiot who comes at looking Twice. at girls so I knew yeah I know you'll be easy she's a sure I like that, thing i like that bit i like that bit she's like yeah maybe next time don't come so fast <laughs> you're you're a sure thing in the line of well, look, yes i am do you remember what she told him she was like i brought two condoms to cut down the sensitivity because you know you come too fast <laughs> which is so funny also to anyone i mean i don't think anyone who doesn't understand how condoms work should be listening to our podcast no they're out there Trust but me. never put on two condoms that's more likely for the condoms to rip so don't do that Condoms are meant to use one, and one is enough. Unless you bust fat loads and use two. No, Keith. No. Keith. Bust major no. loads. Busting First of majors. all, there's plenty of room in the reservoir to nope. catch your no, load. No, there's not. <laughs> Listen here, boat captain. You calm down. You don't bust that big load. As we mentioned earlier in the podcast, is it, is it November? <laughs> Wake me up when September ends, okay? <laughs> Wow. Okay, Joe wins the Starbucks gift card this month. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. That's okay. I guess there was Green Day. Didn't they use like the typical Green Day graduation song in this at some point? No, no, that's probably in two. But if they didn't, then that was the only thing missing from this movie was probably Green Day, which we reminds me of another, another fucking core memory from high school. 
of Lonely Road coming on when oh, the three yeah. of us were driving in my truck of some dude just like just walking by himself as Lonely Road's playing in my truck. And we're just like, we got, Isn't that we funny? got East, like East 19th Street in 2005. Oh, yeah. like, we get it, buddy. We get it. Yeah. We're, we're with you, brother. Actually, uh, I think there... it was a uh, fucking Coburg Road. I think we were going over the bridge. No, we no, we were in the parking lot of the school. We were looking east. <laughs> I yeah, walk we're... a lonely road. Um, it was the one. No, no Green Day. There was no Green Day on the album here. Or it then that's, that's the only thing I was missing. This song, this the soundtrack needed more Green Day. This, well, yeah, I know this podcast needs is more local references <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's hard though not to go back to our high school years which i do we want to talk about how fucking long ago that was now we're nope, old don't. motherfuckers y'all nope. remember you know y'all remember that burger joint across from there jamie's is that what it was I fucking called? it's a jamie's. mexican place now because there was also no i think he's talking about the one that was closer to our middle school. no i think it's uh it, it's 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 the D store and the coffee it's near that. It's next to burrito. It, yeah. Break burrito, amigos. Yeah. <laughs> let's get let's get more local. More I local. I love James. <laughs> Do you know one time? Let's keep it local. Band camp. <laughs> one of the first delivery food places was Pony Express around here, and we tr- my mom tried to order us Jamie's one night, and they couldn't deliver it because the chef had cut off the tip of his finger, so Jamie's had to close. That's a cool story. I like that story. <laughs> man i remember that it was it was one of those places that did the milkshakes where they gave you the extra bit of milkshake in the metal tin like the ex the excess of the milkshake yeah, and yeah. they had the best there has not been a local burger place that's been as good as since that place closed no oh, i mean fun. like fins oh. is good fins is okay yeah uh, oh, i've fact. never tried the burger place that was on triple d's Damn, man, it's okay. Uh, fun fact, though, guys, about food. Uh, the hot dog joint dog years in the movies were based on a restaurant called Yester Dog in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Um, and it opened in 1976. And as of 2022, it's still open. Uh, President Barack Obama dined there during his campaign in 2011. Speaking of places that President Barack Obama has been, our <laughs> local ice cream place, Prince <laughs> Pucklers. <laughs> mint mint chocolate chip <laughs> yeah still got a thing up about what president obama's favorite ice cream is well oh, hey, when the- hey check hey check check this shit out i got some movie lore so oh, mint chocolate chip no it's about hot dogs so when jason biggs was filming the scene where he was jno on the bed with a sock which nobody does. Nobody jacks off into tube socks. That's that's weird. Not shit. anymore. I mean, and that's also another <laughs> yeah, I, check. Who another had check. tube socks? I had ankle socks. Another check in the fucking serial killer box is jacking off into tube socks. But um, we used a hot dog. It was a hot dog. Yep, it was a cooked sausage, stuck in uh, stuck in on a pencil, yep. wrapped in aluminum foil. Jesus, that's still way too detailed. <laughs> still warm when they place it between Biggs's legs. Fucking, why is that? Why is there so much knowledge about that? That was right uh, there. I, I guarantee. Okay, so the reason why I know that is because I probably listened to some David Letterman interview from like 15 years ago or something. And Joe's our lore master, so he's literally a god. Need a help with that? <laughs> need a hand with that? <laughs> need a hand. 
Um, by the way, 269 people. <laughs> nice. Found that interesting. Oh, what? The little room. The, the, what was funny there? The cook sausage. Okay. That's pretty funny. That's what I got. Okay. Leave me alone. <laughs> uh, I know what I got, but Keith, what do you got with a, um, a review from one? Uh, Dr. Roger? I'm very Roger. interested to see what Roger Ebert thinks of American Pie. He liked it. He liked it. It was weird. Three out of four stars. This was kind of in that era when, like, it was kind of cool for critics not to like a movie. Like, I remember, I specifically, I specifically remember Fight Club getting like two stars, two and a half stars, or something. And I was like, "This movie's like, no, this movie's good. It's gonna rattle the future." And it turns out, I was like, "History is on my side. People love Fight Club. It's good. Everybody says it's great." Hey, everybody, just, that's my Donald Trump. Do you guys see that? What about that review, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. The film is in the tra- tradition of Fast Times Richmond High, National Lampoon's Animal House, and all the more recent teen sex comedies. It is not inspired, but it's cheerful and hardworking and sometimes funny. And here's the important thing. It's not mean. So in uh, 2022, it- it's a little mean, but I kind of get where he's going. Its characters are sort of sweet and lovable. As I swim through the summer tide of vulgarity, I find that's what I'm looking for. Movies that at least feel affection for their characters. Raunchy is okay. Cruel is not. So Roger, I kind of like his take. There's There's one more moment where I can't find it earlier where he talks about, he has some cool, Roger Ebert's thoughts on comedy are kind of fun about how like, defining comedy as things that are happening to people rather than because of people yeah i don't know he's smart guy and uh he's he sort of liked it i'm not as high on it as he is i think but i appreciate his input okay so moved over here so i can read straight there uh the budget for this movie was only 11 million dollars I mean, yeah, it showed <laughs> the cinematographer shit. They didn't use a lot of locations oh, before have people who would like require a lot of money to pay to be in it. Before we get into our wrap up. Also, this this movie is a true mid budget movie, which is cool. And they don't they're not around anymore as much. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to see the like go back into history to the mid budget movie era. Yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't say 11 million in 1999. No, that's, that's technically low budget, a mid budget. That's a low budget. That's a super low budget. Yeah. For what it is, I think that's still a pretty high budget for what it is in 1999. Mm-hmm. Like 11 million is a good chunk of money in 99. Yeah. I can tell you that Sean William Scott only got $8,000 for it. <laughs> that's for his... pretty shitty. I hope he you got paid more sign... for the next one. He signed a bad contract. <laughs> we'll find out more. Oh, uh, um, and then. Uh, where'd it go? Hey, there we are. Uh, the gross domestically got 102 million, internationally got 132 million, so worldwide combined 235 million dollars. Holy shit! Pretty big for a pretty like small, what appears to be a very small audience of high school kids you're selling this to. I guess there's enough holdover that it would still sell to the people who did love Revenge of the Nerds and Porky's and stuff from back in the day. It would remind them of high school a bit. I know I was young when this came out. It's hard to imagine what like twenty three year old Keith would have thought about this. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. 
I think it, it is, it's for like this is for like 17 to 22 year olds. Yeah. So let's go to the box office for July 9th through the 11th of 1999. Uh, coming in at number 10 in its second week with 3.4 million. It's Summer of Sam. It's a John, Spike Lee movie. Yep, I, I remember John Leguizamo. Bingo. Yeah, it's about uh, the serial killer in New York. Yep. Coming in number the, nine. It's about Jason Biggs. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Coming in number nine in its fifth week with 6.8 million. And you can listen to us just talk about it. Awesome powers. The spy that shagged me. God, that's a spy, good movie. The spy who fucked me. Oh, Morg, Morg me. The spy who morphed me. <laughs> um, it's morbid time, baby. <laughs> yeah. People are so afraid that they're going to try to be self-aware when they make the second Morbius and that he's going to actually say it's Morbin time in the movie. I sort of got he better. All right, let's move on. Jared Leto is okay. Hold two seconds. Uh, yeah. 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 We got Jared Leto here. fucking Jared Leto fucking loves himself. He's not going to let that happen. That's it. It'd be nice for Jared Leto to make a good movie. That dude has not made a good movie in a long also, time. Also, Jared Leto Joker was better. That's it. Oh, snap. Then uh, Morbin time. Yeah. By far. Number eight in the no, second. Any week, other Joker. I will fucking murder you. <laughs> You're gonna get slapped. Uh number eight in its second week was seven million. South Park bigger, longer, and uncut. Love it. Coming in number Uncle seven Tucker. in its number seven in its eighth week was seven point four million. Star Wars the Phantom Menace. I don't care what people say, I still love that movie. I, there's a lot of people are looking more fondly on the prequels because of how bad the sequels are. But I've always and they don't the get to. <laughs> I've always loved the prequels. We need to there bring back gatekeeping. Like fuck we need to, you, dude. No, we need to all bring... the shit that's been going down with fucking star, fucking toxic Star Wars fans always being shitty to minority characters. No, we need to bring back more gatekeeping. The prequels are ours. They don't get to have them. Anyways. Oh, you mean retaking that the prequels don't suck now? Yeah. I thought you hated the prequels. Nope. No, he thinks they're better than the new three. I mean, anyone who's not an idiot should think the prequels are better than the new ones. By about 100,000 miles. Also, I'm pretty sure Jon Favreau's all but decanonized the new ones without actually doing it, because he doesn't reference them ever. Good. Uh, Coming in number six in its first week with 7.5 million. Arlington Road. Uh, it is a movie starring um, Jeff Bridges and Tim Robbins. A name with Arlington Road. It definitely sounds like it should be a. Jeff what if? Bridges what if that was like my favorite movie? Uh, man, it could be. Tell me about <laughs> it. Was Arlington? Can you take a guess what Arlington Road's about? For yes, it's okay. about um, Arlington Road's the name of a sports bar in um, Southwest Texas, and um, they're having fallen in hard times. Wow. You, got one, recipe. you got one thing right. <laughs> that's nothing. Uh, it's, a, it's, about a guy, it's about a guy uh, curious about his neighbors as they seem suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Uh, coming in number five in its fourth week with 7.9 million, The General's Daughter, the John Travolta movie. Isn't TLJ in that? I believe so. Why did okay. John Travolta get canceled? He didn't get canceled. He just made he he just denied a certain he, fact about his child. Did he? No, dude. You're thinking of Mel Gibson. You're thinking of Gibson. No, no didn't uh, John Travolta just? Uh, never mind. 
no, John Travolta, he like he just stopped doing good movies, but he also he's more now known for the Academy Award for the Frozen Girl. He introduced her wrong. Wait, was then, it, like, the, didn't John Travolta fucking like claim that his daughter okay, his daughter's autistic or something? And like he he's Scientology isn't John Travolta's like a wacky Scientologist guy, right? I mean, isn't everyone in Hollywood at this point fucking that way? Yeah, but he like bl- he like blames some weird stuff on his like. I haven't heard of I, I, Whatever. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna dox John Travolta next on Patreon. You're gonna find out. Okay, uh, number four <laughs> in its fourth week with ten million. Tarzan, the cartoon. Uh, number three. Uh, number three in its third week with sixteen million. Big Daddy. Coming in at number two in its second week with sixteen million. The song is better than the movie, Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West. First of all, I will not, not hear the men of this podcast talk down about the fantastic Will Rick. Smith epic Wild Rick. Wild West. Yeah, Rick. you can't just go. You can't just go plugging another man's opinions in some. For, hole. First off, <laughs> first off, you can listen to that on the queue as Keith joined us for that one. But also, I did it. Because I knew it would grind your gears. I just, I, I, I know we've had this discussion about Wild West so many times. I was like, if I make that comment, Rick will flip. And you did. So I what win this it? point. What point? That it's a fantastic film and you have no taste? No, no, no. That, that you would get, you would get uh, heated. You would get cold blood. You would get, yeah. You get, you get on the, you're, you're going to morb all over and you morb. Because <laughs> I will not have this podcast. I know you won't. Bespurge the good name of Wild Wild West. That Tell movie deserved a sequel. Let's Tell change the podcast play. name to Wild Wild Podcast. <laughs> That's yeah. actually a pretty good podcast. Name. I hate this podcast that we're on right now. I wish we were on Wild Wild Podcast. <laughs> wild Wild Podcast. Talking about Will Smith and a fucking water tower with some chick he just boned. Wicked Wild Wild. So that means number one in its first week with 18 million American, American Pie. Pie. God, that's a good slate of movies. I've seen a lot of those major motion pictures. Dude, 99. I've always, I've often contended 1999 is like the best movie year ever because The Matrix came wait, out that year. I would just say this wait till 2001 because there's a lot of movies on 2001. I was like, yeah, I've seen about the junk of them. Uh, let's go to the ratings. IMDb gave uh, American Pie seven out of 10. Ron Tomato, all critics gave it a 61. Top critics, 57. And the audience, 61 so before we glaze them we're gonna rank them so what we're gonna do is we're gonna do a gross out gag most awkward moment who was our mvp and uh overall movie so movies easy it's one uh so what's your gross out gag is it the uh pale ale yeah i mean the pie joke is more probably iconic but the beer joke is more gross so it's I, the, those two but what's really gross about it like listen i've never fully ingested cum but i still don't feel like it would send you into like a huge vomiting spell if anything that was like a little bit of toxic masculinity on top of the other toxic masculinity in this movie <laughs> like it was a, it felt extremely homophobic like yeah Okay, okay, what about like 
not necessarily gross out as in like bad, but gross out as in like shocking and funny, maybe like stand out, stand out worthy. So it's maybe it's pie fucking. That's I mean, weird. I think that's the most iconic one too. Yeah. So it's gotta be pie fucking. Like the the, the begging the, of pies. I mean the beer and the cum is really or cum in the beer. Hey, is, you want you want some beer with that cum or something? Hey, hey. <laughs> like that's that's pretty funny. Like he puked. I mean, that was the, the that was the small part of the joke for me. The fact well, then, that he, like he drank it, that was really funny. Well then so for right now we'll keep it banging of pies. Then most awkward moment, are we gonna say banging of pies, or is it the scene where the beginning where it's the um, dancing? It's the dancing. Yeah on, on camera. Yeah, it is. Because uh, you Jim's- also combine it with it just being fucking uncomfortable with you know the implied extreme unlawfulness of it. And that he's hey, probably that about song- to like he's probably about to skin her face off and like wear his face and then like go kill his parents. That's, that's how he actually he's... gets head by taking the skin off of her face. Yeah, that, that, that song that, he dances to. That song he dances to is a banger. I'd fuck me. Would you fuck me? When when it <laughs> breaks, when the song breaks, when he's like, as she's trying to touch him, and he's like, oh, and like the song's like everyone's like, ooh. Uh, who's your MVP? Oh God, Hannigan. I'm gonna go uh, Klein. I. Oz's character saved the fucking main cast from all being despicable human beings. It was cool that he joined an acapella team. They're and not like acapella, the last three they're just like a singing school. group. No, he, he joined the Glee. It's low, it's lower art. It's lower art. <laughs> oh, okay. Listen here, guitar guy at a party. Hey. You should really watch your mouth. Anyways, here's Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> Um, who should my MVP be? I really just want to say, give you know, I might just give Jim just to fuck with you. <laughs> He's the uh, best no. serial killer. He's the best. He is, really is. <laughs> uh, I really like Finch. So he Eddie K. A, Thomas, such a weird character in this movie. He was the like technically I'm better than you. He's no, the, I'm better than you. Okay, no, I agree. He, he I plays switched. the older. He's probably the least offensive overall like he never does anything that's really like although he also completely agrees with the whole like you should show us the eastern european lady naked against her consent so no he's just as despicable as the rest he's just like one of us yeah, but all right he's, the, so, he's whoa what no, uh, no i'm going finch i'm going finch finch all right cool <laughs> that's right brother he's, he pays 200 bucks to raise his fucking reputation it is a pretty class. It's the best play any of them really had. Because I mean, as much as like Oz ends up being good at the end, he did join the singing club because it was untouched ground. Hey, can we give Stifler an honorable mention for not being as bad of a guy as like he's made out to be? <laughs> I mean, again, still a huge douchebag. Just honest about who he is as he's a person. Kind of, but like mostly a sweetheart. Except you know, what's, you know, it's funny. Nothing about what about him as sweetheart. I mean, he's you know, a normal, normal level of bully. You know, I can't <laughs> wait. I the best, the best thing is Keith. I know, and I don't know, Rick, what your your uh, tendencies of the other three movies are, but of how uh, I just can't wait to watch the Stifler. As Keith says, he's a he's a top notch guy, and his wait for the other ones to be like, okay. I'm just well, saying. If I remember correctly, he's like the typical jock that like doesn't age well. Like I think he probably becomes a car salesman and that like 
car That's salesmen funny. are like a insurance salesman in that typical like jock at a high school doesn't ever do anything type realm uh i won't say nothing uh then for movie it's just one so let's uh let's uh let's fill up some beer cups let's fill up some beer cups and let's uh have some pie i mean could i do any other song but this for the first one bye bye miss american pie drove my chevy to the levee and i glazed on some stars some good old boys were jacking into beer cups. You can glaze on some sky. I- that rhymes. Glazed, glazed on, on some sky. Singing, I'm about to <laughs> chug all these beers. Singing, I'm about to chug all these beers. About to chug all this cum. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Um, what do you give it, Keith? Oh, the first, uh, this is going to be an interesting series because like, I, I am psyched that it's, we're, we're hearkening back to the old timey sex comedy, which I wish in some form would come back because I miss raunchy comedies, but I don't miss but, the like, Keith, I don't... if you want to enjoy a current age raunchy comedy, check out the series Minx on HBO Max. Very fucking good. Excellent. A lot of fucking weighing in it. It's pretty funny. Oh, that's tight. What's it? New Girl. It has uh, Nick from New Girl in it. Okay. I would Keith, say before, uh, like, before you beat Keith, before you say mm-hmm. it, where was your horny level at? Really? There was just a couple moments of horniness. Him jacking off to the scratchy TV is pretty relatable to a crowd. Like that's going to jog some memories, get some horniness going. I think that um, just nudity in movies is, I don't have statistics in front of me. I would argue is going away, but uh, nudity in movies is nice to see. So yeah, just. You just don't watch enough R-rated. I mean, that or you just don't watch enough premium content because nudity is going strong. Well, it's on TV. Premium TV. It's on TV. That's different. Anyways, um, nudity is a two, um Two holes in a cranberry pie. Cranberry pie. Yeah, it sounds gross. I know. I'm sorry. Two holes in a sweet potato pie. Two holes in a sweet potato pie. And I'm going to give the movie. I don't know what that means. Is that good? Yeah. It's like two people fucked that pie. Like at the same, like, did they dock in there? Nope. They one person fucked it, and then another person's like, "Damn, that pie is still pretty horny." Fuck that pie. <laughs> Did the pie was the pie at least consenting to this train? Although someone like made the someone made the pie into the shape of some butt cheeks, and then someone took a picture of it, and made a meme that said, "Yo, that pie, that pie better chill." <laughs> <laughs> as long as the the pie was consenting. Yeah, it's like my this like this pie is like my girl after round two or something. I don't know. Still really not telling me that this pie was consenting. Um, there was some powder on in, in the pie mix. <laughs> Where were you going with this? Yeah, what are you giving it, Keith? Three stars. I thought overall this movie did not age well. The first half of this movie to me was doggedly slow and the characters were 
detestful to watch. The <laughs> second half of the movie picked up when we actually got to deal with like the female characters a little more and actually adding like some semblance to the movie. And they grew up, which was nice to kind of see. I still only give it a two for what's supposed to be a comedy. I really did not laugh at all at this movie. Leaves you, Joseph. Uh, so I was like, it was this and it was Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a three and a quarter. I enjoyed it. Yeah, three and a quarter. I enjoy I, I enjoy this movie. I enjoy this franchise. I, I feel really like know. yeah, I feel like this ranks kind of a little higher on the like the floating marshmallow and warm chocolate liquid scale. Like if this was on this would be a good party movie, I feel like. Man, I I don't know if I after rewatching this right now, I don't think I ever need to watch American Pie again. There's better movies in this genre to watch. Like I don't need to pay attention to it. But like if if but see, if drinking... I was going to put on a party movie that's in this type of genre, I'd watch Superbad. Oh, Super... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Superbad's 100 times better. Oh, or, yeah. Or Fast Times at Ridgemont High is awesome. Nah, I'll better. do this over Fast, uh, over fast Time. What? Yeah. That's you fun. Know, I, to be that's honest, a fun debate. I'd probably watch Not Another Teen Movie before I'd watch American Pie. <laughs> I thought Not Another Teen Movie was far funnier and still had the good sexual bits to it that American Pie had. Okay, so this brings an end to American Pie as for this episode. So we're moving on to next week's episode of it's pretty easy to say American Pie 2. American Pie with the Vengeance. Uh, American Pie 2, The Crust's Revenge. I mean, come on, guys. The pie strikes back. It's right fucking there. The busting. Pine it, Pine and Morbin. Got it. The right. Pie uh, Wars. Pie Wars. Uh, how pie? How 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 pie? Um, the last pie. The last jet pie. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Found it. Yeah. <laughs> Rise of the Pie Walker. Ooh, that's a good one. It's just Jason Biggs walking with a pie. You, you, got, me, you got me with that one. <laughs> Jason Biggs at the end of the movie just decides to name himself Skywalker. My name is Pie Walker. My name is Pie Walker. (laughs) No, excuse me. I'm going to fuck this pie. My name is Pie Walker. No, bitch, you're Palpatine's daughter. You don't just get to rename yourself. Nope, I'm Pie Walker. Uh, you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com, where you can find all of our blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can also listen to us on that Apple podcast, that Spotify, SoundCloud, and basically you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. So this one time when we would go fishing, Keith dropped and did the butters pee and we all saw his butt. <laughs>